Hello, Anya. How are you today? I am good. And yourself? I'm good. I'm very excited about our talk. I was um, I was looking forward to dig deeper into some of the topics that uh, that we touched upon, and I'm super excited that you also had the time to uh, to do this live Q and A with us. We've had some great feedback about our interview, and especially um, people that. You know, I was surprised to see that both, uh, let's say, more early stage career uh, professionals said that it was really inspiring, but also people that worked in um, in some of the <laughs> professional field for <laughs> for an older for for more time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, said that they were uh, that it was really nice. So I would like to start by um, maybe talking about the planning your career topic that we've kind of surrounded the, the interview with. You said, and you started the interview by saying that you did plan your career, which I found very interesting to hear. And one of the questions that, that I received around that was, you know, maybe for, for the setup that you had and working in a company where maybe the career path is more, you know, straightforward or you kind of see levels and so on. Maybe it's easier to see that. But for people who don't have this sort of realization or maybe path that can be laid out for them, is there any starting point and approach that you recommend? Any sort of way of thinking about it? How do you start? How do you plan? And what should you look for? So, so I think you're definitely right that when, you, um, when you're in a company that has career paths and career development conversations and a lot of other things that are surrounding this whole career planning thing, that in some cases this, this can be a little bit easier. But for me, when I say I planned my career, it's, it's not as much the, the steps but, but, but more the, um, the ambitions, the, um, the thinking of what I wanted to do, what type of roles I would like to do, what kind of influence, what kind of impact. So I was more thinking about those very broader things than, hey, I need this job at that time and then over there and that, this and that, right? Um, obviously, that helps too when you when you when you are in a company where there that that is kind of like laid out and you can be very specific and say hey i would like joe's job when joe need to move over to peach job and he takes mary's job but but not always that's possible so i think then it's 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 much more thinking about what is the impact what are the things that are energizing me what are the kind of things i would like to do so when i say i planned my career it's more like the thing of i I really wanted to try and see if I could become a manager before I was 30. So it, it wasn't necessarily like this career path thing, but it was much, so what do I need to do in order to position myself to become, you know, in that talent pool of, of next coming managers? And then, you know, when you, when you look at what is the next steps and next steps and next steps. So it's more like impact, Things that makes you um, that energize you. What type of roles, and then think about who can influence that rather than necessarily this particular job. Um, and mm -hmm. and and also, if if you're locked on a particular job, and then there is a reorganization of things, change, and it's not that, and something else, then you know you can be thrown off. You know your your path a little bit. So it's it's just much more the broader things that that I think are important to think about. If that makes sense. 
Definitely. And you also touched upon the idea of uh, being stuck on a role or on a position. And the way we kind of see sometimes um, developments of different paths shows that it needs to be a specific role from like junior to senior to VP to next, 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 next. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, like you also mentioned in the in the interview, sometimes you need to actually digress and take a step back and wait for the next opportunity to to move forward, right? Is there any realization in your career progression that you would say, look, I had this um, plan of moving into X position or X step, and then I had to come myself to the realization that maybe this is not a linear path. So is there an example that you can give for listeners so they would understand better better their situation and maybe get inspired from your example? Yeah, I think that there's, um, there, there's you know, again, different companies, different opportunities, but I've had one in my, my, my own career, and I, I just recently in the last couple of years, guided one um, one of the employees I have in my organization to do exactly that, right? So, so in in my own case, I was um, in a um, in a role where the, the the next natural thing would have have been uh, to stay within that speciality, but then pr get promoted, kind of like to a big, bigger scope. Um, but if you've done something for quite some time. And, you, and at least in my case, and you feel that the balance between contributing and learning is 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 is, is, is tipped, and you're not necessarily um, learning as much as you're contributing. Then for me, it's time to move on. So for me, the fact that I would just get more countries or a bigger scope, but doing exactly the same. I, I really had to think about what am I actually going to get out of this, right? Because Okay, so instead of having like seven countries, and I don't remember the details, I may be having 12 countries. Um, it was like, so what's the difference there? I, am I going to lead in a different way? No. Am I going to, you know, construct my meetings my in a different way? No. Um, so I will learn some new people, um, obviously. But I can do that in, in many different roles. Uh, I would learn some cultures in those particular countries, and that would be interesting. But was it enough to, and stagnated is a wrong word, but would it be enough to get stagnated in that functional skill set rather than saying, hey, I, I don't really want to progress here. I'll rather wait and then move on to do something else that may not be like this, um, but it may be like slightly to decide and upwards, right? And then, but that would then position me to either broaden my scope even more or to, to move up somewhere else. So I think that, so I recently had um, one of my um, employees not reporting directly for me, but supporting my organization and hands on my leadership team. And I consider everyone that is in my organization as my folks um, from, from a career development point of view. And, um, and she really felt stagnated in her role, and she really felt that she, she, she needed that promotion. But her current role is not scoped, and that's what happens in big companies, right? There's a scoping of roles and grades and stuff, and her role was not scoped for a higher grade. So she just couldn't get promoted from director to senior director staying in that role. Hence, she needed to move on. And there was a senior director role available. And she's like, hey, I can take that role and I can get promoted. 
but it wasn't what she really wanted to do. It was more driven by the fact of getting the promotion rather than actually getting the job content. And we had a long, long conversation about it. And in the end, she said, you know what? I'll do what my passion is. I'll wait. And I kept telling her, hey, you know, don't take a job just for the promotion. The right job with the right promotion will come up. So, and then now she's moved into, you know, a different job with the right grade, with the right promotion, but this time actually something that suits her skill set much, much better. So sometimes just taking mm-hmm. a deep breath and just letting go and saying the, the right thing will show up. Um, mm-hmm. And what I hear from this, uh, this example, the last example you gave, it's also the importance of having somebody to mentor you and give you that sort of lay, lay that the grounds for that conversation about what is it that you really want? Because in different organizations, there are different schemes. And you can say it's a more competitive schemes in, in some. You can say it's a more um, internal development scheme in others where people really focus on their personal development. So what is it that the organization offers and how can it help you personally in your goals? Um, and I think you touched upon a very important uh, part to, to move on to, which is you know when, when to take the next step. Before that, I wanted to share one of the uh, the, the the comments we got here. Nicholas mm-hmm. is telling us great point, Anya, about putting to grab the next opportunities more operational than a specific plan for a path which rarely plays out. So definitely being open to understanding all of the situations that you're in and kind of understanding maybe it's not a linear path, but you just need to no. uh, step out of that of that mm-hmm. setup. To continue on the topic of promotion jobs and how you see the job for your basically life in in contrast with your life, you said towards the end of the interview that no matter what happens, it's just a job. So don't identify with with that when it comes to your life because you can easily be drained into that, right? Um, I have in my network, and I'm sure many of the listeners have too, and I'm sure you know as well, people that um, it's very hard for them not to see their development connected with some sort of role because that gives them security and that gives them the, the feeling of I'm doing something here. How do you manage this feeling of insecurity when it comes to not knowing if your job is going to take you places? What do you recommend for people who don't have yet this, um, I don't know, peace of mind of like, it will, if it's not this job, there will be another one and kind of feel stuck into that role or path that they kind of laid for themselves? You know, there's, there's some things that, that only um, get solved by age and experience, right? And, and I think that's one of the things where, you know, just trying it out a couple of times and getting your own experiences and 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 getting older is, is, is definitely gonna gonna help you get grounded in in that peace of mind of it it will happen it will happen eventually and um, or or maybe not so let's be fair right not everyone makes everything out of their dreams right some some things will be disappointments um, but but I think that um, you know there there is. So first of all, you know, I, and and I think we spoke about this. Getting getting fired is is a, is a good thing to try, right? Because then you kind of, and if you do it early in career, you get the experience early, and you figure out, you know, how am I going to navigate my network? Who am I going to activate? How do I go about it? 
what do I do in a situation where I'm thrown out of my comfort zone in, in that respect? And I learned a lot from being fired, right? So, so I think that's obviously a good advice, not that I would advise anyone to get fired, but if you do, you know, take the best learnings out of that. Um, but then for, for, the, for the rest of it, 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 you know, it comes with, it comes with experience and really trying it out. Um, and, and again, you know, I think there is so much we can plan and, and I am a planner and a to-do list person and that type of thing, but, but there's also the, um, the thing that's called the real life hits you and, you know, and you can make as many plans as you want, but then, you know, life happens and then you need to navigate that. Um, and, um, and I, I, I think, you know, get learnings from, from, from being out of your comfort zone and then be articulate what you want to do to people so they can help you. And then maybe they can guide you as well in the situations where you feel stuck. Um, but you have to live through it yourself. I think um, you can't live from other experiences. Definitely. And you touched upon a very timely subject um, now more than ever, which is the COVID era and uh, the job loss. Mm -hmm. You've experienced in your path probably a lot of situations where people had to go or you had to, to be in that position of like letting somebody go. Um, probably many people contacted you to help them out. For those of our listeners who are in this situation and they're really struggling to find a job, other than you've mentioned already network and sharing that you are in need of, of the situation and how you can help an organization, is there any approach that you think people should really consider any advice for them in if they're in this uh, in this current situation you know I, I really have a lot of sympathy for how how much more difficult it is right now it's it's always difficult um and and again the answer would very much dependent on where be dependent on where you are in your career path right um obviously the older and more experienced you are, the bigger your network, the bigger your legacy of what you have contributed is, the easier it is to move from one thing to another. Um, if you're young and 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 recently graduated um, and, and maybe not even had your first job, you know, my I, I, I can't even imagine how much more difficult it is right now when you when you can't just go out and meet people. Um, I think the best advice um, I, I can give, and I'm not a career coach, right? But but the, the best uh, advice I can be is like, um, you're not alone. So there's other people in exactly the same situation and there's nothing embarrassing about the situation. So don't hold yourself back in actually saying that loud to people. I don't have a job, I need a job, I want this. This is what I can add of value. This is what I can contribute, and and it is it is it's super tough to to be job seeking, and it's even more tough in the current environment to do that because you can't do all of these coffee meetings here and there and 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 meet people at events where you you know you you start chatting with somebody. Um, so just be um, very rigorous in you know mailing people, calling people, um, and, and then, you know, also um, in, in all reality, just like right now, a lot of companies are having uh, hiring freezes and are letting go of people. 
but that does not mean that they're not hiring in some positions, right? So, so don't just assume that there's no, nothing happening. There is things happening. It's just going way slower and way more targeted. Um, but just tell people what you want, what you can do, what you can contribute, and um, and stay optimistic. This whole madness will go over soon. Hmm. Definitely. What about um, situations that uh, that you've mentioned about politics at work? Because that's also even more interesting now than, than it was before, because there are a lot of decisions being made and a lot of discussions. And if I can say this, I feel like, at least in my network, I've seen a lot of uh, people having this sort of awakening around, you know, what do they do at their job? Are they happy with it? Is this something that in five years, would it still be impactful? And there is this um, base of having some sort of discussions about roles and development. How do we uh, tackle difficult conversation at, uh, conversations at work when it comes to, you know, different scenarios that people might have that are maybe not in sync with what the leadership wants? And I'm sure you've also experienced this sort of setup where sometimes whatever the strategy is, some employees or some, some, some teammates, they feel like this is not in sync with what they would want. How do we tackle these difficult conversations? So um, I think, you know, first of all, there's, there's, there's different levels of strategy alignment that you need to think about as employees, right? I would say if your fundamental values are not aligned with what the company does, um, then I think as an employee, you should just pack up and leave, right? Because that's, that's not going to change if it's like fundamental values that, that are there. And, and in my opinion, you have to be, you have to be not necessarily like super proud of everything your company do all the time and go like, wow, uh, it's, it's amazing. But, but you fundamentally, I think you should be passionate about what your company is doing and how it's impacting lives. Because if you're not, you know, I, I would find it very difficult to keep, you know, working hard and, 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 uh, much so i think you know make sure you're aligned on that but then from time to time there's definitely differences in what company wants and what you want and um like in many other things i think communication and understanding where both parties is coming from in, in many cases you know um it may not be so misaligned when you really talk it through and you kind of like get an understanding of okay maybe it's just a a, a, a point in time where we, we're not we're not synchronized on what you want right now, what we want, um, but it will get better at some point in time. Maybe you know it's 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 not really understanding how we could get more aligned, and then there's going to be the cases where it's like, um, and and I have that obviously in, in many cases where I just have to go and tell people, hey, I hear what you're saying. I may be agreeing or disagreeing. That doesn't really matter. But hey. It's my managerial right to make this decision, and this is how it's going to be right now. So get on with the program and let's move on, right? Um, so sometimes you just have to be clear on that. But I think if it's fundamental value disagreements, it's like I, I would recommend anyone to just move out. Hmm. 
Mm. We're having a comment here, very interested, uh, very interesting, um, based on what you said, uh, getting fired can be a learning experience and opportunity for personal growth, but many, pe many people don't prepare mentally or financially for that possibility and don't build and maintain their network outside the company while they are still working. Yeah. So yeah. very true about even if you are now, you know, in a situation where you don't have a job or if you are in a situation yeah. where you're very happy, it's still important to maintain those relationships um, no matter what. Because you know life can 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 be can be can be looking exactly. different. Exactly, and and I think that's the you know you know the, the, the part of really maintaining networks, um, and whether it's internal or external, and you can call it politics, which is in, internally of, of like maneuvering stakeholders. But I, I think it's it's and it, it exactly like Nicholas said, there is so important to do it while you don't need it, because then when you need it. You can really kind of like draw on that resource capital that you have built, um, but but you know reaching out. But still, even if you haven't, don't let that hold you back. Try and contact people. They, they the worst thing can happen is they're gonna say no. But it is much more easier if you've had and maintained contacts and then come back and say, hey, by the way, this time I need your help, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When it comes to any leadership resources that you recommend people, I don't know, books to read or practices to kind of have in mind, is there anything that you would really want people to be aware of? And it can also be maybe um, something that I thought now of asking if you, if you had any practices like meditation or I don't know, something that would be able to kind of connect you not just with seeing everything related to your job but also to yourself because at the end of the day like you said it shouldn't be your identity yeah now i wish i had this whole amazing answer of how i do yoga every morning and how that connects myself with honestly speaking um i i've i've been crappy in taking care of myself when when the pre-covid time when i was traveling three four days a week uh, while I've been home, I've been way better, and I have actually done a lot of exercise while I have been done uh, home. But um, no, and and I think that everyone is different, and everyone. I I have friends that get up in the morning and do yoga. I have others that do meditation. Um, some people read a lot of management books. Others like when I'm off, I need to read. You know. I don't know, um, chiclet or something, right? And and I think we we're all different. And the most important thing is finding out what 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 gives you energy and 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 what doesn't, right? So, um, so no, I don't have a long list. I I, I read a lot of like different um, leadership and management books uh, uh, from from time to time. And right now. I'm, I'm I'm reading it um, in, in more around diversity and but but then sometimes it's something else. So um, I think it's very different for for different people. I spend a lot of time on social media too. Not not necessarily the look at the cookies I baked type of thing, but reading things on LinkedIn, uh, reading. Um, following Twitter, figuring out what is what is trending, what are people caring about right now, and then trying to. Um, to, to, to get to learn more about that. And the reason I mentioned diversity is not one, one thing is I'm, I'm passionate about the topic, but I also got appointed to the Global Diversity Council in, in Dell. Um, so Michael Dell has this council of, of, of 10 people around the globe that, um, that is helping form the strategy of the company. And I've recently been appointed to that 
uh, council. And, and right now I'm, I'm reading a little bit about, you know, how is diversity, especially in the U.S. right now, seen with all of the racial things that have happened there uh, with George Floyd. And so, so that's less impactful here. So how is that working? So I think very different for different people. Definitely. And congratulations on that role. It's a very impactful uh, role to be in and be able to to yeah, have more nice. more to say about diversity. Mm-hmm. Very nice. And um, when it comes to um, you, we've discussed this topic about women in, in positions and women in, in tech. Um, I would like to talk a bit more about um, how do you uh, how do you see this pandemic because let's let's keep it timely and uh, and focus on the on the company overall it would be interesting to know from you as a leader of a very large company uh, that is known worldwide how does the pandemic affected the work environment were people scared or were people worried um did you have a strategy in place was it easy to change overnight or in in a week to working from the office to working from home so, so um, if anyone is telling you that they had a global pandemic in their business continuity and recovery plan, um, they're lying because nobody had that, right? We had, we had things like office burning down, we had wars, we had floods, we, had, we did not have a global pandemic in our business continuity and recovery plan, right? Um, and, I, and I honestly don't think anyone did. Um, so we, we had parts of the scenarios, but when it hit, we had to put all of these parts of the scenarios together to make it work. The thing that was very fortunate for us is we have a, um, over 10 years of experience of working from home and working remotely. We had 40% of our employees already working from home when this started. So we had all of the infrastructure, but still the world packed up over a weekend and kind of moved online and we, we packed with it and sent people home. But being an IT company that produces computers, you know, it was a little bit more easy to go out on the uh, in the stockroom in the manufacturing and saying, "Hey, we need twenty thousand of those because we need to send people home." Right. So, um, so we were fortunate from that point of view. Um, were people stressed? Um, I think people were stressed, and I think they're even more stressed now. And I think we need to acknowledge that as leaders. Because normally, and I think we spoke about this um, also when, when we spoke previously, um, you know, we, we're normally impacted either from work, from home, or from our social life. And when we have tough situations at work, we normally go home and we have a safe heaven at home and we can get energy from our family and, and that helps. Sometimes people have problems at home and then they escape to work and they work long hours and um and, th- and that's like their safe heaven. And if it doesn't work at home and doesn't work at work, um, you know, then people have friends and sports and things. And what happened was all of these three areas were impacted at once, right? You couldn't escape anywhere. And, and I think that that has never, ever happened in our lifetime before. So, you know, it would be lying to say, yes, we know exactly what we need to do in that situation. And, and managing a team that's impacted while you're, you know, honestly yourself impacted on those three areas as well, um, it's it's a it's a totally different situation. Um, and I think, at least that's my experience with my team that we we tackled that. Everyone was like, "Oh, this is new. We're figuring it out. We are having like 
uh, happy hours and Christmas parties on Zoom, and we were doing, you know, mid in, in, in July, and we were doing all crazy things, and everyone kept energy until we got to summer, and then all of a sudden, you know, everyone's like, okay, this is over with, it's going to be fine now, and then autumn hit, and now we're all back, and, um, and I think right now it's even more difficult. Because people are realizing, hey, it wasn't just two or three months. It may actually end up being a year before we're down to something that's normality and whatever that's going to be. Um, so I think it's super important to keep focusing on the um, on the health uh, and the mental health and, and sanity of people um, and, and how we engage with people in our teams. Mm -hmm. And to sum up uh, our conversation and also a link to this topic, I feel it's very important to also touch upon how do you think this uh, situation, um, global pandemic case that was on nobody's, uh, on nobody's plan, how do you think this uh, process of, to some extent, forced utilization for some of the companies, how do you think this process will impact us in the coming years? Because what happens now will eventually pass. and this will leave an imprint on how we will continue to live our lives as leaders, as employees, companies, and how they plan. What do you think is the future after this uh, situation? So I think that's that's like I think right, that's such a broad question. We could spend hours on that alone, right? But 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 you know, to, to keep it to keep it short, I think um, I think we're learning something about the way that we want to. So if we start with the individuals, I think we all have had this time of reflection on what am I doing? What am I doing with my job, with my life? Is this the right thing that I want to do? And hopefully that's going to guide some people to make some life-changing decisions. And I've seen that among some of my friends and colleagues that have said, hey, I'm done working or I don't want to do this or I don't want to. I want to do both, right? Whatever that is, you know, it gives us time to, to reflect. Work wise and, uh, and and global impact you know I think we've learned that the impact of digital into everything we do we wouldn't have been able to communicate with families we wouldn't have been able to work from home to do homeschooling to do telemedicine if we hadn't had IT infrastructure and I think that the understanding of what technology can do for all of us in our lives have um in have been you know tremendous and the understanding of that have been tremendous which is amazing for folks that works in the IT industry but you know i'm super excited about what that will mean in terms of how are we going to do education going forward the opening our eyes that yes we want kids in schools but hey we could maybe do a hybrid model of something with distance learning and that would open up the global, you know, um, academia um, knowledge to even the smallest school in rural Romania, right? So, and the same in the healthcare, you know, we we are now going to be way better in communicating with with doctors over telemedicine. Where today it's maybe a Zoom call with the doctor. You know, going forward, you're going to have. Um, augmented reality doctors that will be able to again draw on on you know knowledge from everywhere in the world and you can actually have artificial intelligence help you in your uh, diagnosis process and then doctors can focus on the things that are more human and, and showing empathy and explaining 
to you know your your mental uh, and health uh, situations. So I think the use of technology is going to fundamentally change. It was there before, but I think what happened is is going to be accelerated. Um, and and then I think we will rethink things like um, globalization. What does it mean? Do we actually want to do cheapest way? fastest everywhere or should we think a little bit about you know how do we make it more closer to home and in, in local communities and because you know that's supporting the local community but it's also helping uh the environment so the impact the pandemic have had on you know the um environmental factors i think we're starting to think about hmm, maybe we could think, do things differently because we can actually impact uh, the environment, we, we, we showed that when we stopped flying around the, the globe all the time. So I think no matter where we look at, I hope we will learn from this and we shouldn't let a good crisis go to waste, as they say. So I think we, I, I hope we're going to learn from this and bring elements of it. Very true. And you touched on many topics. So as you said, we can talk about each of them individually for hours. But unfortunately, this is our time. And I'm very grateful for graciously sharing your time um, uh, today with us. 